Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome once again to Marvelous Monday. It is so good to be right back here with you on Marvelous Monday. And boy, has it ever been a marvelous Monday with lots and lots and lots of rain here in East Texas. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but we have had a day of rain today. And my grass is so beautiful, so green. So... God knows exactly what we need when we need it. But now, Miss Rihanna is a little late coming on tonight, but we're ready to get started. So I want to find out who's right here with me tonight. Mr. Arthur, there? Pastor Cooper, are you there? Dr. Hadley, are you there? I'm calling the roll. <laughs> How are you doing, I'm Dr. Here. Hadley? <laughs> I know Dr. Hadley is here. <laughs> How are you doing, sir? <laughs> Oh, bless. I oh, bless. You know, I tell you, this rain today was just, just fantastic. I tell you, East Texas, you know, we, we're getting rain. So I know it's coming across a little concern, but it's the greenest. Exactly. Well, we, we, we're getting just exactly what we need. And let me tell you what, it came, it came down, oh, my goodness, Dr. Hagney. I don't know about you out there in your area, but we got plenty of it over here today. Yeah, I I know I saw where you mentioned it was mentioned it was flooding. It was it was absolutely flooding. I'm talking not I'm not just talking about raining, I'm talking about flooding. It was truly (laughs) (laughs) but anyways, we're gonna kick off Dr. Hagner, you know we always like to start with you giving us updates on how things are looking. Uh, we're having some serious issues. We know that with the Olympics, that there's several that are tested positive out there already before they can even get started. And then we know that our group is out there in, uh, where are they? Our Democrats from the state are out there in uh, uh, D.C., and we have three of them that are tested positive. So go ahead and give us an update on how things are looking as far as COVID-19. Very, uh, very good, very good. I'm uh... I mean, I'm excited about this, but it's also really concerning, you know. And there's a big portion of Texas up in Washington, D.C. Uh, it's just, it just confirming what we've been saying all along about this parent. And uh, right now, it's sort of looking like this Delta virus is actually ahead of us. And we now are basically at the point of uh, play, playing catch-up. We've been saying about this virus all along, all the research, all the documentation is <clears throat> really uh, been, been borne out. And it's on the sad side of that is that, as you well know, 90% of individuals in the, in the United States who have been, ho- that have been hospitalized 
or individuals who have not been vaccinated. And those deaths also are carrying those who have not. So we are almost at the point, as the um, CDC director said, is we are becoming a nation of vaccinated and unvaccinated. Uh, yeah. in the, in the, the, so our central point, vaccination, 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 uh, and, you know, method to do that because it's obvious these vaccines are very effective. And so, uh, and so uh, it's so concerning, Doc, we're facing daily the myths that we hear why individuals are not taking this vaccine. So I just, you know, there are states, there are countries who are making bold decisions. I think I saw Australia, I think Canada are making some decisions. And also <clears throat> what's interesting in these United States is what the Canada are recommended all children in school take and parents if I'm not mistaken should be uh should be met. And you know that is not where city feels right now. Individuals right. who step up and recognize and, and I'm proud of the uh pediatric group for doing that because as you well know individuals training these special or the pediatrics, whatever, it is time for those who are medically trained to speak out. And it's also, Doc, it's getting to the point that our, uh, you know, and you know, uh, listen to the elected officials, whether it be the health department or education, it is getting discerning that individuals who are in those positions who should be making a decision, that's not the case. And so there are us in the community. We need to step up and make the decision. And I want to mention so exciting about uh, And, I, and that is, as you well know, right around the corner for school starting back in our youth and everything. As someone said today on one of the media, what we have to do, Doc, we have to protect the young kids who are not old enough to be vaccinated. It's really, it's really those who are sorry, those who are with must. Because other age groups can get vaccinated, but that under 12 group right now are the most vulnerable. And so it, it, uh, we need right. to up there in, in Houston, Texas, which is very Missouri City. The back-to-school health care uh, aimed at students. They're going backpacks. They're doing the vaccination. And I think it's right. an excellent move that's occurring that's Missouri City uh, there in Houston back to back program and and so that's what we have to do doc whatever it takes to get the vaccine into in the arms we must do that exactly very good well i i tell you i have two uh young folks two brands that are in public schools there in red oak and one is in the 10th grade and the one is going one is going to the 10th grade one's going to the 11th uh, excuse me the 12th grade and they both have been vaccinated uh, that whole my son and his uh, whole family are vaccinated, and uh, it, it's serious. I'm, I want to share this with with everybody that I have four uh, sorority sisters who are good friends with each other. Two of them died yesterday uh, of oh, wow. COVID nineteen. A mother and the daughter both died the same day yesterday uh, in their homes, and then the other two friends. Uh, they were out someplace, and the other two friends who came down with COVID, uh, also, it was all four of them came down with COVID. The two that died, uh, Dr. Hagney, were unvaccinated. The two that were vaccinated are still with us. 
They went to the hospital with their symptoms. They are at home in quarantine. So, and the stories are widespread all everywhere. Those people who are dying of COVID are really the ones who have not been vaccinated. So, um, so it, it's really it's really serious out here. Um, what what's going on? It, we thought we were about to get a little bit of a reprieve, but not so much uh, because. People are, are getting that Delta. Every, all 50 states in the union, as you mentioned, are now covered with, uh, with the Delta variant. So right. we still got to mask up. We still got to do that. Got to mask up. One is, yes. I think he's in Arkansas. Yes. Uh, their testimony that they wish they had uh, received the vaccine, but they were actually in the hospital. Yes. Who uh, I'm losing you a little bit, Don. Oh, okay. So we, you know, people in position need to make the decisions. They need to go ahead and make the decision in the school system. We were around the corner from these schools opening, and so uh, those, and we need to make the decision. Uh, even the Olympics, you know, I'm, I'm really concerned that they're continuing with the Olympics with all the evidence there. I understand the uh, desire to be in the Olympics. Lifelong dream and everything, but you know, like one young lady say, she's uh, she's looking forward to, uh, again in the future to compete in the Olympics. Yeah. I think she's positive now, but that's what we have to look at. We have to look at the that's future, it. and, and you know. that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. There, there, there is a tomorrow, prayerfully, uh, but uh, but if you're gone today, there's certainly not a tomorrow, right? So, right. Oh, I'm, I'm thankful you mentioned the Texas College call. You mentioned yeah. they they you know scheduling up, and that's that's so that's so impressive as you know about how love for the HBC background. We have three here. We have three here in East Texas, as you well know. And I hope the other two will follow suit with Texas College uh, with their students. You know. Right. Well, well, I think it has been uh, been passed that if if colleges. Uh, want to make it uh, required for their students to go back to school, then it, it's been approved as being okay uh, from Washington, D.C., I believe, because we already know that, and, and we've talked about this a lot, that in public schools, we couldn't come to public schools unless we had gone through our measles and mumps and all those mm-hmm. vaccines that they required us to have before we could get in school. So exactly. uh, this is kind of no different. Uh, but uh, there it is. And so I was listening to some of the reports quickly, and people say, well, they just, it was too quick. They just haven't studied it enough. But, but what we have to let them know that they've been studying, uh, they've been studying uh, coronaviruses for years. The, the, the reason why this is called COVID-19, because there's 18 other co- uh, coronaviruses that have been studied. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. this one was a little differently, and, and we, we had to study on the different symptoms and how we may handle those symptoms and how we may treat right. them. As, but coronavirus is, is not a new thing. It's it not is new. not new. No. Yes. Yeah. And I was looking at his test. I lost you again. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, in that textbook, it talks about the viruses 
Amen. So, so those who in school just missed it. So this is nothing new. If you go look back no, at the current public book, public uh, biology book, talking about the virus, even yeah. the, the carry <laughs> MRA is in there. So it's in the okay. public biology book. So people who say yes. hey, it had they actually said they, you know. Were, were there not medical personnel that, that made that, that, you know, that, I'm sorry, they're not people who have studied uh, and looked at those textbooks and studied right. medicine like like we have, but we know that that's it's right. been in the book. Mm-hmm. That's, so, that's awesome, yeah, sis. So, Let me prove your point is what you yes, guys Yes, I, I was about to bring you hey, back. No, I've been listening <laughs> and, and loving it because on uh, Spectrum News 1, that's the topic of the day. And, and Doc, we have to take our hats off to you because everyone – wants to move on to another topic, but you continue to beat that horse, and it's not a dead horse. This thing is alive and well. And so uh, continue to do what you're doing. And matter of fact, because of what you do, uh, I had uh, a young church member that passed away today, and uh, at the mm-hmm. hospitals, they still have the mask mandate up. Uh, you have to, you cannot walk in that hospital without a mask on. So uh, it's very real. If the medical industry is telling you that it's real, it's, it's real. As a matter of fact, the powers to be in the state of Texas, I was just watching, they're saying that that strand is, is dominating and that Texas is going to have to move, make a move on it to to, to get back on top of it because we're, we're under, like you're saying. And, and so yeah. all of it is just confirmation, confirmation. And then the other confirmation, as my son was finishing up his science degree, his bachelor's in science at uh, Avila, uh, a school there in uh, Kansas City, Missouri, beautiful uh, Christian school, Catholic school. And uh, he said, Daddy, what, I'm going I'm to text you this page in my textbook. Exactly what you said. He said, they've been studying COVID even before I became a science major, and that's something that we have history on, and this is nothing right. new. That's right. Nothing new. That's right. This nothing is nothing new. new. <laughs> then he challenged me again. Says, he said, go to your Lysol can, and it says it's good for killing the bacteria of COVID. <laughs> that was before. It before. I mean, he, I mean, listen, right. I had to sit and listen to the wisdom of my 28 year old. You know, I, I'm sitting there learning. This is a year ago. He said, Dad, this is nothing new. This is very serious. We have to take it serious as such." Oh, yes, yeah. And yeah, there is a there is a church organization called us. We've a couple of days been in discussion with them. They are asking us to post up them post up. <clears throat> As many as ten immunization sites in East Texas, because they they recognize what you're saying, they, they, they and they're concerned about August, and so that's what they're talking about. So the, the word is getting out there. The people who recognize they need to do this, and thank God they're moving forward and doing this. Wow, yes, sir. Well, it's incumbent upon us to make sure that information gets out there to the public. So that they will know. So that the medical people have to ring that bell. And now, what are your thoughts about? And, and, and everybody has their prerogative to decide if they want to take this vaccine or not. Whatever they want to do with themselves medically. That's why you you've heard me uh, talk about that. That a, a woman has, decides for herself what she wants to do with her body. I can't decide for her. I only have one body. 
uh, and that's my own, my one and only one. Uh, my children are adults now, and I can't decide from them. I decided for them when they were little people growing up, I decided what they were going to uh, get healthcare-wise. But all of the people that that were down at Ben Cobb there, that that were met, these were medical t- people uh, that lost their jobs because they refused to uh, to take the vaccine. And I, I know some up close and personal <coughs> medical people, some physicians that says I'm not taking it. So how do you handle that? When, and then then you hear. Uh, Trump say that it's a fake, but he and his family, all of them, were the first ones in line. And I guarantee you, I would not, I, I would not put it past those who are always on the Fox News talking about mm-hmm. uh, about it being. They've gotten their vaccines as well. I bet you Tucker okay. Carlson and that group of folk on on Fox News. I bet you they have gotten their uh, vaccines. But the, that's the other side of the coin that we're. Have to uh, have to deal with. Go ahead, Dr. Hagney. Anything else? I was going to mention, I mentioned earlier uh, a young group on the twelve. We yes, have sir. To, we have to we have to think about them. Now, the ball twelve who can actually you know get the vaccine and all that. We have to get out of our selfish mode and think about those young kids that are on the twelve who we have not have a, we have not have food for the vaccine right now. We have to think about them. Okay. You're on, you're on mass where you can get stores or whatever. Stop thinking about these kids. Uh, that's really, they're, they're, they're really in our hands. Because if we exposed, there was a report on the TV, a gentleman where he had a guest come to his home, and uh, his guest had not been vaccinated, and both of their kids, little kids are now positive. So so we got to think about the young, the unprotected, those individuals who cannot so we have to start thinking about them uh, and be and be concerned about them. And also, we have to be an example. I, I want to mention that's what, what, what everybody's talking about a lot of things, is that we have to be an example of showing word in that. Well, I tell you what, uh, Dr. Hagney, I'm, I'm glad you, you made, brought that point out. As well as, as much as I like entertaining people, I love to have guests in the home. I love to prepare food for them, but I'm not doing it now. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I'm not doing it now. I'm not even the housekeeper. Doesn't I, I said, well, it's only two people in this house, to my husband, only two people in this house, me and you, and we know how to clean, and we keep in our home clean uh, like we always did before we had housekeepers. But we haven't had a house come in here in over two years. So I'm not mm-hmm. doing any entertaining. I'm just not, mm-hmm. and I'm not bringing people into the home. So mm-hmm. certainly, not, mm-hmm. I would not do it if I had young children. But go ahead. Okay. I'm just glad you brought that out. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So that's our our report. Uh, and Dr. Hagen, you may want to let everybody know that we that our net our Northeast Texas. Uh, task force is working closely in conjunction with uh, the Family Circle of Care. I don't know if you brought that. Oh, oh yes. I didn't mention that. To our discussion about the octopus, you know, one thing we're very proud of our partnership, because like in the earlier, we are, we're all one big family. And what we're partnering, in, what we've done in the past, we've partnered with the Net Health Group, 
Uh, we're partnering now with the Family Circle of Care, which is a federal-funded uh, group here in here in the uh, here in Tile area, and that is a major partnership because they are sort of like a one-stop uh, medical unit where they have in, in pediatrics, they have the dentistry, they have the women's health, uh, adult health, and they're partnering with us in, in two sites. This site is coming Saturday out at one of the first groups, and they're the one also bringing out their mobile unit. Uh, doing the health training and all those programs, but that is that is a marvelous partnership. I want to mention to you also uh, another area we're looking to partner with them is in the area of maternal or uh, mortality. As you well know, that number is really drastic in our community. So we met with one of the physicians you know, the day, and we're going to launch that program before a Northeast Texas uh, Mental Health Agency. It ranges from Tyler all the way down to uh, Beaumont area. They're so significant because they are, as you well know, in mental health and in some of the rural areas, they're the first individual to interact with individuals. So they're going to partner with us with uh, uh, family care in this uh, maternal uh, mobility, uh, mortality program that we're going to launch for the next couple of weeks. And uh, and so impressed about that, the group that want us to work with them and other they heard about that, and they also they're asking us, can we move and also include that program in, in their Houston area? With that, you know, I'm I'm rural, so. That's awesome. but just just that partnership with them is so significant uh, because who they are and what they represent, and they are a total unit. Because we're going to partner with them in some other areas because they are actually a total health in our community. You need to look at your uh, your pro community groups that in the area partner with them. There are some other we're going to with them. And so we decided working with them, their staff, they have a complete staff, their clinics and everything, examination, x-rays, the whole work. So you can actually, we partner with them with a lot of interviews actually going to the emergency room because that's what we need to do a lot in the, in the primary case. We're looking at a potential prostate project, PSA project. How many of those who have not even seen a urologist who have not even had a PSA test and so we're going to work with them on. Very good. Outstanding. Okay, real good. Well, so, I want to jump in and, and let him know yes. that you have an address in Beaumont, Texas, the same address that uh, picked up folks to go to Austin, the same address you can utilize to check everything from prostate all the way up and to make sure we get people vaccinated. So you don't need an appointment. You don't need, as a matter of fact, I'm going to get you a key made. Just show up and start doing work. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep on that. Very good. Very good. Well, now that probably is a segue, uh, Pastor Cooper, into last Thursday. So if you could, uh, being one of the pastors who helped to put that amazing event together, uh, give us a little layout of what all happened down there. And let me just tell you, East Texas, East Texas reigned because uh, – we have an article that was that came from the Houston Chronicles, and right on that front page was two of my bus riders, my Freedom Fighters writer, a, a mother <laughs> and her daughter. And she put yeah. her daughter out there, and uh, so uh, and, and and that's the same thing that her grandmother did for her when she was a little girl growing up. Her her grandmother is big, big in uh, in labor here, uh, Miss Jean Flowers, and so she carried uh, Amber, her granddaughter, Amber Cook, excuse me, Amber Phillips, uh, everywhere, Amber Cook actually is one of the physicians at at uh, 
family circle of care. I'm sorry, but I, but uh, yeah, Dr. Cook, you may know uh, Dr. Cook, uh, uh, Miss. Uh, I mean, uh, Dr. Hagney. Uh, yes. She is my sister. She works there. But but Amber Phillips is what I'm trying to say. Her grandmother carries her everywhere. Uh, when she was probably no more than starting at about three or four years of age and carried her everywhere all over the place as she traveled and worked for the with the union. And so now Amber is doing the same thing with her daughter. And so they were on the front cover of the Houston Chronicles. But Pastor Cooper, if you could just give us a little briefing on uh, how things went uh, down there in Austin uh, this past thir- uh, Friday. Friday was it? It was Friday? Uh, or was it Thursday. 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 Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Thursday. And so, uh, yes, it was amazing. We had an amazing uh, time down there. Pastor Cooper was part of that. So go ahead and brief us a little bit on how things went and what we're to look forward to in the next few days and how crucial voter suppression that's uh, trying to take place uh, in our country. We know uh, we know the Voters' Rights Act of uh, 1965 and the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and how things are trying to uh, to turn us back 100 years. But go ahead, uh, Pastor Cooper. Absolutely. I, I tell you what, uh, I love all of our Texas towns. I mean, all the way from Dallas, Texas, Fort Worth, Texas, to Galveston, to uh, Harris County. And I have to say Harris County because it, it encompasses the whole area of Houston, uh, Beaumont, Texas, uh, Dickerson, Tyler, Texas. Now, let, let, let me brag for a minute. There's a guy that's a boxer by, uh, by the name of Roy Jones Jr., and we always hear him bragging about pound for pound, the best fighter in the world, because he's a smaller guy than Muhammad Ali and George Foreman and all of these great giants, okay? So my point is this, is that when uh, Sharonda asked me, she's one of the coordinators, you know, to use the pastor's voice and get everyone lined up, as I was yelling out and belting out the, the different counties and sections and, and groups and, and trying to coordinate the thing, the thing that stood out to me is that East Texas is doing exactly what we thought it will do, and it is doing it already. They're showing up and showing out. Uh, I, I was excited. Matter of fact, there were several people who said, all right, we're going to take a, a picture of Pastor Cooper. I told my wife, I said, the campaign is really moving when, when folks in deep East Texas know who you are. And uh, they wanted a group picture. And, I, and folks just kept coming and coming. I said, now, all these folks, somebody's lying. Everybody's not from East Texas. And sure enough, <laughs> Tyler, Texas, Dickinson, they showed up, man, and they had the uniform shirts on. So we knew yeah. we know this. They were not lying. So they were already in, uh, in the group. And what's awesome about this, as I continue to brag on them, I'm going to continue to brag on other folks because uh, Claude Cummins is one of those fundraising kind of guys. And, and you know, uh, Bishop, and I'm going to just drop names here, guys, so y'all can understand that there's so many hands behind this thing, this wheel. And I'm going to drop a big name at the end here towards the end to give kudos and high fives and thank God for the vision because you, you cannot carry out God's vision. And he said his, his people perish for lack of vision. And if we don't have a vision, uh, 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 visionary, uh, we, we, don't, we can't follow the vision that God has for us. And I thank God for Robert Williams, that visionary, that, that he has given this thing to, and it bursts out through other voices like Sharonda and uh, Bishop James Dixon and uh, Dr. Freddie Haynes that also called and tapped the shoulders of another giant that came in and, and, and gave a, a tremendous speech, uh, Dr. William Barber. But what I like about uh, all of the other pastors, uh, uh, Cofield, Cofield, uh, and so it's just so many. I, I wish I had the list in front of me. But they just got up and participated, did their part, showed up, showed out, 
and I forget the lady's name that prayed. My God, she rained heaven down when she prayed. Uh, I don't think she was four feet tall. But when she finished, she grew to eight one. Uh, so, I mean, it was just a tremendous time, and, and so we were excited by this because we were like, okay, Houston has about 8 million people in that area. They should have 45 buses. And, and, and we looked up, and they, they had their buses. And, and in Dallas County and Tarrant County, they should have about 60 buses. You know, and we were just saying it. But when we turned that corner to park, we looked out there, and I don't know if anyone did a head count or not, but I counted maybe about 5,000 people met us there when we got off that bus and people were there and they said, we could not miss this day. They thought it was so important. They had their children out there, like you said, with the uh, mm-hmm. a picture of, of the people from East Texas on Houston Chronicle. They had their kids out there. They had the grandkids out there. They said, we've been fighters. I forget the guy that's a lawyer. Last time I saw him, he was walking. He was in a wheelchair. He's 94 years of age. He's a great giant yeah. in the civil rights yeah. organization. And, uh, again, I, I, I've been so busy, I don't have notes like that in front of me. But I would go back and I'd I, I, I fact check myself. But it was just so many people showed up and did their part. And, and this is what people don't realize is that when you show up, that's doing your part. You may not have been one of the speakers. And you probably didn't pray that morning. You probably didn't sing. But, man, when you echoed after the song, songstress uh, 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 threw out the first note, you did your part. Yeah. They heard us. They, they heard that's- us. So it, it was just incredible. It was beautiful, I tell you. And then, of course, then we were on our Zoom call uh, with Dr. Barber, the Poor People's Campaign, on uh, Friday evening, uh, Pastor Cooper and, yes. and Dr. Hadden. And so uh, so the next step is to, and I will forward all of that out to uh, to everybody. And Pastor Cooper, you you may already have that. Um, yes, some of you. it. Yes, right. And so the next step, because everybody has to know that this this is a very, very serious matter. We know that our uh, Democratic representatives from uh, the state of Texas, Austin, uh, journeyed up to to D.C. to talk to take this state level uh, to the federal level. uh, Because that's what you do when you can't make work out federal issues. Uh, on the uh, on the state and local level, you move on up to the next uh, step, and so that's what they did. And unfortunately, we have three of our uh, uh, Democratic uh, House of Representatives from Austin that came down uh, positive with COVID. Uh, so they're in quarantine, but there's others still fighting and working. Now we know that we have uh, we have Democrats that are in the House uh, as a minority excuse me, as a majority, but we, but as far as the Senate is concerned, uh, there's, a, there's 50, there's 50 uh, Republicans and 48 Democrats, and then there are two, there's two uh, independent uh, that hold seats that, that say that they're independent. So now we have to make sure that, that this bill uh, gets passed, uh, that it's the John Lewis bill now, uh, and it's just right a spinoff from, uh, the uh, voters' rights bill of 1965, simply because I, I believe that that was a, a term thing. It did not. It was not uh, indefinite uh, into infinity. And so that's what the late Representative uh, Congressman John Lewis was fighting for. And so we have to make sure that we, uh, as the people out here, are fighting so that 
things will will the equal opportunity for all mankind what the constitution avails itself about so so there will be a a ride walk march uh from georgetown all the way into uh austin texas and i don't know pastor cooper how many miles that is but some will walk and some will ride and there will be people along the way to uh, pass out water and give refreshments and all that as they walk in. And I believe it starts on the 27th, goes into the 31st. Yes. And that, okay, Correct. I want to make okay. four, four, five, right. four to five day activity. And again, don't have notes, but I think that, that's correct. And also, I think it's 53 miles. That's correct. That's what I thought. It yeah. was. Uh huh. And so. Uh, so they're, they're serious about this, and it's going to take the whole nation and people all across everywhere to make sure that that equality, that people, and we said this when we were down there in Austin, that we should be making it easier for people to vote and not making right. it more difficult. Now, who ever heard of that if you got someone standing out in the sun uh, for hours waiting to get in to vote and they need a bottle of water, uh, that you can't give them a bottle of water. Perhaps they had one bottle uh, in their hands, and if they finished that off, we should be able to give them a drink, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Matter of fact, you know, you touched on something earlier. I think it was in 89 or 90 when I first heard that the bill uh, expires every 25 years for us to have yeah. the right to vote. I think that's the law, the way it was set up. And, I, again, I was busy raising my kids and thought that everyone else had it. And I said, well, sure. somebody needs to change that law and fix that. Yeah. That should be into yeah. infinity. Why do we have to revisit 25 yeah. years? It's as if though they're watching our behavior uh, to see uh, how we're going to uh, behave. If not, they're not going to reward us accordingly. Or they will award us accordingly mm-hmm. by not signing exactly. that bill. So it's a fight every 25 years. So, I mean, th- th- there's something wrong. That's the part of the systematic uh, uh, racism that we're talking about right there, when you have yep. to go fight for your rights all over again every 25 years, and no one seems to have a problem with it. It's just like, oh, okay, yeah, we have to re-sign the bill. Okay, we're going to celebrate the day that we re-sign the bill. What's that? Hey, 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 Mike. Hey, yeah. Oh, well, hey, yeah. Mike. Uh, some yeah. of the, the, the late person finally showed up. Well, hello, hello. <laughs> Hey, How you doing? Hey, hey, Mike, I just want to tell you. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing great. Yeah. Hey, Mike, I just want to tell you now, you put out your constitution, you know, you still have three things in there. They didn't, they, they didn't take that out. They didn't fill in there. that either. Mm-hmm. What, what is your phone broke up? What do you say? They didn't take what? I, I said, so you got, I, I, I think I understand that if you, if you close the constitution, you still have three fifths. They didn't take it out. They right. amended it. Right. Exactly. Oh, so they gave it Right, they amended it. That, that's exactly right. They didn't take it out. They amended it. That's exactly right. We, 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 but you know what? We're not even amended well. That, that, that's what's crazy. <laughs> We're not even amended well. We have to fight so every we, day. We have to fight every day. We have to fight First, every day. We have to fight every day. Right. Now, isn't that sad yeah. that here we're talking about that we have to come back and re-submit uh, another bill to say that people can vote? That's we're still that's slavery time. We're still in slavery time, and that that black people are looked at three fifths human beings. That's slavery time. It, it makes it makes no sense. If you, to me. Go ahead. You have a shirt. Look though. Okay. 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 
uh, and this is what this is what white folks need to understand is that is that by doing us like that, you actually ain't no full citizen either. As long as that goes on, mm-hmm. they not full citizen. They are not. They got okay. white privilege, and they probably and they probably like that full citizen. You know, but it, but but it's not. Ask the white people in, in Germany. It's good. It's good white Holocaust. You know, so you know, so they don't have full rights. They they rights can they right look here. We are the canaries in the cave. Whether it be teen pregnancy, gun kids, whatever. If it happens. It's gonna to happen to white folks later. I'm telling you, or, or 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 most of the time it's happening at the same time, and they won't admit it. But psychologically or whatever, it's happens. You can look at all kinds of situations in America, and it and that's just how it goes. And so until they come to an understanding that we are on people here, and that uh, but this is what it looked like when you're. We're we're birthing a new nation. And I think we're yeah. birthing a new nation. I don't know what it's gonna look like. But but are we having a baby? Mm. But okay, mm. now, now let me help you out with something there. You you're so on point things and all the ammunition that they can because of what you just said. And they their countdown wow. is hundred and twenty days from now. Wow. So so that yeah. that's the reason why uh, they look forward to the martial law. They feel they're waiting for Biden to say something silly or drastic so they can have an excuse to have January 6th again in their local communities. I'm just, I'm just, well, I'm like sounding the it's, alarm. It's a crazy. It is. And let me, let me and say, well, I, I, have... go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you can't even get them to take a, you can't even get them to take a a a, a, a COVID shot. So I don't think they were doing it. You know, so I guess they nihilists uh looking for a, a chaos, uh, you know, what worse. But, uh, you know, they looking for disorder is what I'm saying, so they can do what they want to do about what it comes down to. Right. You know, they need an excuse. We don't know well, I have something that I want to announce, uh, if you guys would give me an opportunity uh, sure. to read this quickly. It says, Texas is ready for new leadership, and we believe it's time for change. Get in the loop with Coop. Hey. He is inviting you to a special 30-minute update. That's tomorrow, 720th. That's July the 20th at 7 p.m. Please That's let me correct. know if you can be. Don't fret because we got somebody <laughs> that's going to work on our behalf. I love this. You guys know we got somebody out there that's going to work for that change that yeah, we got to, to make. We got to go. have. Go ahead. My face, this that again, kind of went through that kind of fast. And I, you know, so what, so what are we having? What are we doing? Okay. I want to be clear uh, about what we, we're doing. Okay, get in. We're working on change, so get in the loop with Coop and join us on a special 30-minute update on what's happening tomorrow on the 20th of July at 7 p.m. And we'll send that information okay, join us out. Where? Well, okay. I, that's why I said okay. send that information out yeah, to you. Yeah, they're gonna send it out. It's gonna be a Zoom. And uh, if anybody wants to uh, be a part of that Zoom, all they have to do is uh, email 
Get in the loop with Coop at gmail.com. Get in the loop with Coop, that's C-O-O-P, at gmail.com. So if you do not have that Zoom access to what she's speaking of, you can just jump on board right now because you're gonna, you, you don't want to be left out the loop. Don't want to be left out. No, because no, no, are you going to Facebook Lab it also? Are you going to Facebook Lab it also? We we can probably do that uh, if need be, but right now we're just trying to do an update. And what, and since you guys started this 30-second uh, commercial, infomercial, uh, what, what we've done, because there's so many historical races that, that, that went on with Junior Seau uh, that was in uh, Grand Prairie, uh, elected the city council there, uh, and uh, Nigerian, uh, that's a dear friend stopped by and helped out his campaign. And that's what leadership should look like at the top of the ticket. And, and, and I told someone, I said, we're not going to wait to become the governor and, and present things like what Dr. Hatton is talking about, what Dr. Shirley McKell is talking about. We're going to do those things now, and we're doing that type of leadership now. We elected our first African-American female uh, mayor in Beaumont, Texas, Jefferson County. Uh, it's a red stronghold that a lot of people say it couldn't be done. These are the things that we promoted and pushed. So we were not going into communities asking folks for donations. Let me say this again. How many campaigns you know of where, where someone is running for governor is not running around with their hands out asking for your money? We kept the money in those communities. Now, there's going to come a time, eventually, we're going to have to get there. But right now, we were focused on local elections because all politics is local. And if you don't have the right folks to carry out those mandates and those laws, look what we're fighting right now on the national level and then in Austin, Texas. So uh, th- this is what we're saying. You need to get in the loop to hear things like that. Very good. Okay. I just thought I'd throw that in there because I, it's hard for me to believe that we're sitting here and this is 2021 and we're talking about a 1964-65 law. 1965 Voters Rights Act law bill that was passed in the feds back then, and here it's expiring every 25 years. What kind of sense does that make? It makes none. And as uh, Mr. Arthur says, and and they never removed from the Constitution that black people are three-fifths of a human being. We're talking about... Nope, still in there. Yes. And then we're talking about not being able to give somebody a bottle of water, or some a drink of water. Really? Because she's three fifths. You can have a bottle. But but the black people are not the only ones that receive a bottle of water when they're in the line. It's whomever mm-hmm. needs one. I remember a, a little lady in my neighborhood. She, when my neighbor lived two streets over from me, she. Um, she actually passed away a couple of three weeks ago, maybe, maybe not even been that long. And she was persistent. She says, no, I am going. And we said, we can bring, we can bring the uh, ballot out to you. She says, no, I'm getting out and going and getting in line. And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. she said, yeah. she was there too. And Dr. Hagner, we said, well, let's get you a chair. We'll bring you a chair and sit down. As a matter of fact, we're going to pull you in front of all this long line of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They want to all for uh, some of your children. You may have even right. taught them. We're going to pull you right. up to the front and see you on in. She said, no, I don't need to break line. That's what she <laughs> said. She said, no, ma'am, it's okay today to break
break on, <laughs> you know, that kind of female, uh, kind of woman that she, kind of person that she was, yeah. and she's gone like on to, now. That's true. Go ahead. I like to say something. I don't agree with Pastor Cooper just said. I always say the future of Texas is is East Texas, and to yes. follow with that, the new, the new, the Texas need new leadership, and yes. need, and that leadership need to come out of East Texas. The new yes. leadership in East Texas will help change Texas politics. That's so it. I'm in total agreement that a future leader for Texas will depend on East Texas and East Texas is on Yes, sir. So, I, I, so that now's the time to do that. Now's the time. Now's the time. Okay. Well, 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 well the other thing before we leave the voting. Go ahead. We don't have to leave. Go ahead. Okay, well, the the, the point that you, you kind of touched on it earlier, but okay. one of the things, ask these folks that have issues with us protesting the, the horrible voter suppression bills. You know, they say, well, I don't want you guys giving bottled water with the name of your candidate on the bottled water. And I, I paused them for a second. I said, hmm, okay. So there are rules about stuff like that. I said, but that's the reason why as soon as you get out of your car, there's usually someone out there passing out flyers and petitions and cards asking you to vote for their candidate. I said, that's legal. I said, so why would we wait to do that on a bottle of water? So you don't have to hide that kind of stuff. There are flyers for that. I said, so is that your only argument? And, you know, it's amazing. They, they only have one sentence or one, one statement. You, you, after you start drilling down and the more we – rehearse what it is that we're defending, the more that we have the conversation. And what I've learned, and my daughters, I love them, I, I'm going to make sure they all get in politics, is that <laughs> when you can be uh, intelligent and articulate your statement and your stance, you're not just changing one's ideal or, or, or quieting down a storm. There are other uh, ears in the field that's listening. I'm saying, y'all should know about corn. You know, uh, corn has ears. So when you yeah. feel ears, <clears throat> so I make sure that when I when I uh, gain the, the 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 room, and I get five or six of them, and I stand there and I listen to their debate, and I then ask them the question. So is that all you have? Yes, all I have. I don't want you writing names on the bottle of water on top of the pizza box. I say, well, you can examine my pizza. I say, but when I give you the card and tell you who I'm voting for, I expect you to vote for them. I say, and I don't need your pizza box to tell you that right. because that's law. That's legal. So why yeah. would I? So, so how is that different? Uh, 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 no comment because they're only one Fox News clip away from their argument. That's right. That's right. Well, we got to work to combat what, what uh, the late uh, – John Lewis, Congressman John Lewis fought about. We know that this past, what, the 17th, he had passed away a year, one year later. It's hard to believe that a whole year has passed by. But we know that, that his fight on that, from the from Selma, Alabama, on the Edmund Pettus Bridge to, uh, to Montgomery, all the way down to Atlanta, Georgia, everywhere uh, that he went, he was a, an amazing giant, but he fought uh, for civil rights, uh, that everybody may have have that right uh, to 
to whatever the opportunities that avails itself in this country. Uh, he was combating uh, systemic racism uh, every step of the way, all while he was in Congress, before he went to Congress, while he walked and marched uh, as a freedom rider with Dr. Martin Luther King. I mean, at a very, very young age, right, very young age. We know he was beaten. We know he was jailed. We don't even know if some of the things that he dealt with as a young person uh, physically uh, uh, abused that could have uh, been the cause of, of his demise, uh, you know, because the body can only withstand so much beating, uh, and, and he dealt with a lot of that during his time. So, uh, so we, we cannot stop. We cannot stand still. Uh, we got to keep that work moving. We got to keep it going. And so just like uh, Mr. Arthur and Pastor Cooper and I and, and, and Dr. Hagney would have been on the bus as well, but something came up and he couldn't make it. But it, we know that we're involved, but we need more people involved in this fight. Would you agree? I think you agree. Uh, yes. Silence, silence, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. thought you were going to agree. Absolutely agree. Yes. Yeah. Well, silence is golden. I know you agree. I'm <laughs> and so, uh, <laughs> yeah, you yes, agree. So. You're agree by your actions, and so it's 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 taken. And some people are saying, uh, "Well, why is Doctor Barber down here? He's not a Texan." Well, let's give a little bit of his history to Doctor Barber. Uh, many people may not know the background of Dr. Barber and his father and the ties into uh, to East Texas, right? Right, Dr. Cooper and uh, I, I, Pastor Cooper. I'm sorry. Hawkins, and Hawkins, uh, Hawkins, Hawkins, that's okay. it. Hawkins. I didn't know that, and I've been yes. connected to the Poor People's Campaign and following Dr. Barber. My homeboy. Yeah, there you go, and seeing him every year at the Congressional Black Caucus. Never came up, never heard uh, him mention uh, East Texas, and he knows that I was from East Texas, because uh, so, he would say he, he called me East Texas. <laughs> so, uh, wow! So it's amazing to hear that history. So he even mentioned that his father worked at uh, Jarvis Christian College, which is one of the colleges exactly. that recruited me in basketball and academics. Exactly, that's right. That's what I, I mean. I would, I would just see. That's why sure, history is so sure, important. Sure. Yes, sir, Mr. Sure, that's why I say. Sure, look at that's why I said on to East Texas. Yes, on to East do. Texas. Yes, yes, sir. You do it. You say that every day. <laughs> on to East Texas. That's right. So goes East Texas. So goes Texas. So if we want to win yeah. some statewide, oh, East Texas, better work East Texas, right? Yes, absolutely. And you know what I love? They say, well, you know, I've heard that before, Pastor Cooper, but uh, it can't be done. I say, good. You're not the person I'm looking for. Talk to you later. <laughs> yeah. I know that's true. <laughs> that's right. Keep it, keep it <laughs> don't, don't doubt me. Just don't waste, don't waste your time with it. Don't waste your time. So, okay. Then. <laughs> yeah. We, we, no, no negativism. We just finding the right for every person that says no. There's somebody that says what? Yes. One says yes. yes. Exactly correct. And those are the ones. Those are the ones that we're looking for. Those that say yes, we can do this. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. That's all it takes. 
That was a man, a great man, our former president, Barack Obama. And the word Barack in the Hebrew, since uh, Dr. Uh, William Barber brought the Hebrew on his speech on Thursday so eloquently, uh, right. the word Barack, whether y'all notice or not, means blessed in Hebrew. That's right. I have heard that. Mm. I've heard that. I've heard that. Okay. All right, then. The, we're, we're looking forward to that uh, July 27th, uh, that that March, and uh, we, we, Pastor Cooper and I said we're going to head down there probably uh, toward the end. I have to work around yeah. uh, city city um, uh, duties and all that, but we'll we'll get back down there and we'll try to carry more people with us. But we thank those uh, riders who jumped on the buses or crosses and those came out of East Texas because it was a spur of the moment thing, wasn't it? And then Pastor Cooper kind of mentioned this, and I don't want to move away from it until we really deal deeper in it. But Mr. Clark Cummings, who is our uh, uh, CWA uh, re- union, union. Texas, yes. yes, our Texas big dog, raised thirty thousand dollars in one day to pay one day. for all the buses. One day, yes, to pay one for day. those buses. One day. Now, how about that? That that's that's, a, that's, that's a great incredible. fundraiser, isn't it? That's incredible fundraising. Well, this is the other thing you don't know, and, and, and uh, because I was privy to the, some in, inside things, it's going to okay. take about one hundred and fifty-eight thousand dollars, or maybe you noticed that I don't know, to get our lawmakers back to Texas by yes, noon. Mr. Cummings, Clark Cummings, raised a hundred thousand dollars. Shut your mouth. See, I didn't know. I know that they sent out uh, they sent out a, an email. Uh, and then I donated to that email, but I did not know that I should have known, but I didn't know if they were just doing it individually or what. But I got a, I got a notice by email to send uh, to help our, uh, our people there in uh, in Austin, excuse me, from Austin right. up to to a DC, and, and yeah. right. And so and, and and here's the other thing that we have to educate on. Uh, I had one of the uh, persons who now has become uh, actively involved, and he said uh, to me, uh, President Biden ought to uh, make them get back down here to Texas. Hold up. First of all, uh, let me just tell you that President Biden cannot make any grown people do anything. And then number two, that's first and foremost, and then number two, they did the right thing by taking their fight to the federal side because if they could not, if they could not make sure that a federal uh, issue, which voting rights is a federal issue, and if they're trying to change that federal issue on the state level, then they need to take it to the feds because that's who. And I said, and let me also educate you that even though the president of the United States has all kinds of things that they want to see happen, the people who run this country is the Congress and the Senate. That's who makes the laws that affect all of us, to include exactly. laws that, will, that affect the president of the United States. And I said, let me just also tell you what the real duty of the president of the United States is. They cut the budget, and they bury soldiers, and they are commander-in-chief. And they kiss babies and bury soldiers, yeah. and they make Figure a budget it. for us. Let's just be clear, just be clear about it, okay? 
And then Harry Truman, you remember what Harry Truman said? Harry Truman said, if I had known that the president of the United States was just, now this is his quote, not mine, was just right. a glorified secretary, I wouldn't have never run for the seat because I had a hard time yeah. trying to make anything happen because I didn't have the right exactly. people in Congress and Senate trying to help. So As President that's, Obama. That's, that's government. That's right exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the same thing in Texas. That's the reason why I ran for lieutenant governor the first time, the first go round, is because that's the most yeah. powerful seat in the state of Texas. Second powerful yeah. seat is the uh, Speaker of the House. But now imagine <laughs> this though, because the way the governor's playing his his, his A game is that he's extending these uh, special uh, sessions, and he said he would call them as long as he can or or, or has to. But the uh, them said that they're going to do what they need to do at the same time. So he has the veto that's power, and he can call these uh, silly sessions. So we right. we need to get rid of him because right. of those reasons, if no, for no other reasons. Well, I think that I think have a hard time trying that. Well, actually, what he's doing is trying to get votes right now. We're we're not right. fooled by his action and what he's trying to do. Uh, he's going right along with and 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 that other guy is amazing. Uh, what how he's uh, Jim Jones has nothing on this fella, and yeah. let me tell you what people travel. We already know this. They travel on the other side of the world, right, to kill themselves. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but mm-hmm. but they're killing themselves right here in America by following that guy. Now he's telling them don't take that vaccine and so forth and so on, and that that COVID is fake news. But he was the first one in line when that vaccine became available to get the vaccine. He and his wife and his children and, and everybody in his family. But he's telling us there's people who are listening to that. So that's what I'm saying. They're, they're drinking the Kool-Aid right here in America. Drinking the Kool-Aid. Exactly. Yep. Drinking the Kool-Aid. So that's that. Kool-Aid, so guys, hey, hey, now they drunk off the Kool-Aid. They drunk by now. They drunk by now. They, 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 they drunk, drunk off the Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Okay, <laughs> drunk off of it. So now let's let let me give us a little headway into this next discussion. We're going to talk a little bit about the space mission, and we know that uh, that this young teenager, she's not a teenager anymore, but when she had uh, cancer as a teenager, and she was she was treated at St. Jude and all of that, and now she's grown up and become a physician's assistant. And so, uh, so now she is getting ready to to go into space uh, with uh, with this mission that's getting ready to take off very very soon. And we know that uh, Bezos is going to be a part of yeah, going. Uh, yeah. Yes, Jeff. Mm-hmm. So there are people out here saying that. And how much is he worth? He's worth two hundred and twelve. Billion dollars. Well, his company—he got a trillion—he got a trillion-dollar company, so he worth a trillion dollars. Worth a trillion. Okay. All right. So, and yep. then, okay. so, so, so people are saying, and and then let me throw this in here. Also, I think as of September the first, all homeless people have to be off the streets. Like when we we've been under the bridge feeding people for a lot of years now. And uh, and that's no longer going to be uh, all the tents and everything that they have. And we didn't have tents right there for a long time, just very recent times that they brought their tents from 
down under the bridge, hidden under there to where people can drive by down the streets and see them. And so there's been enough complaints and everything about why don't we handle our homeless issues uh, in Smith County and Tyler in this country. And so all of a sudden, you, you guys probably saw all of those, suddenly all of those tents that were there in uh, Los Angeles, because I think they have the worst uh, homeless population than probably any state in the union, even, uh, even worse than uh, New York, I believe. So all of a 128,000 homeless, 128,000, and and over um, five or six per day that are normal people, not your typical homeless people that are becoming homeless as we go. And so by the end of each quarter, you're picking up 40 and uh, 4,500 to 5,000 each quarter that are becoming homeless. Wow. In Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. In Los Angeles, that's right. So all of a sudden, last last few days ago, all of a sudden, they found enough. Um, they're not calling. I don't know if they call them tiny homes, or right. or they like. But all of a sudden, they all appeared downtown. Now all these years, these people have been sleeping in tents down there, but now all of a sudden, they had massive amounts of homes. They all structured. Uh, all in a row, neatly placed down there for people to live in. Now, I guess my question would be, uh, why hasn't that happened before now? Uh, Because it could have happened before now, uh, but it didn't. So uh, I don't know uh, if somebody's trying to win elections now. I don't know, but I can tell you here in Tyler as well that as of September the 1st, there will be no more tents or things, and I understand that it's, it's going to be a nationwide thing to clean up uh, uh, clean up our homeless issues in America. Hmm. So, yeah, that's what, well, oh, yeah. any thoughts, any thoughts? Uh, 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 all, all of a sudden, because we know how long, we know how long that homeless issue has been going on in this country, right? And, and, and we, didn't, we didn't just come up with money just like in the last few days. We always had money. Hmm. You know, it is. Um, you know, it's back. It's back to. It's back to American. It's back to American history. You have a situation. You, you can make money out of that situation. That's what occurred. Uh, we saw that in our prison system. So I'm just taking probably so much. There's some money been moved in a position that somebody can build those homes and make that money. In America, you always thought about. It's all teach you why the money now is available. And also, not only the dollar, who actually made the money on building the houses. So someone sure, saw you. a problem. Yeah, someone saw a problem, then they sold the way to solve that problem. Sure, I got a friend. Sure, I got a friend. Okay. I'm sure so, so I can get on the show. Uh, so I can get on okay. the show. Uh, that, 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 that she's in that, that she was in that, it's called, it's called Tiny Homes or something like that. Anyway, it's an industry. It actually started up about, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I just found out about about five or six years ago. <clears throat> but okay. yeah, uh, and, and basically, and basically, like you know, kind of what Doc said, uh, they don't figure it out. You know, rather than having homeless folks, they don't figure it out, and they, they can't just go building a whole bunch of whatever. So these tiny homes, they're efficient and so forth and so on. Kind of like a kind of like an efficiency, but but smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and so basically, it would be a way for them to, you know, uh, not spend. 
you know, a whole bunch of money, and they can get them off the streets at the same time. So it's kind of what that is, it's kind of organized we, homelessness. Well, we've been talking about we've been talk, now we have we have one uh, a female in the inner city, and I didn't even think that we could build the tiny homes in the city. I thought they had to be built outside of the city limits. But she's got 13 of them in her backyard, uh, right here on Gentry Parkway. And uh, and and John Walton's been trying to get space to build some for a long time. But let me tell you who has the mecca of Tanya Homes. If you're ever in Austin, Texas, and you have a few minutes to go to their, I call it the Tiny Homes uh, uh, compound. I mean, it looks like and it, it's the most beautiful. They have everything that you ever thought you needed right there, and the the people. They're, they're utilizing them to to work within that compound. It's almost like a military installation, really. Mm-hmm. And so they mm-hmm. grow their fruits and vegetables. The homes, the tiny homes are gorgeous. They're like 500, 500 some of them are like 700 square footage. Uh, mm-hmm. But they're the, cute, the, the cutest thing. And they own, uh, with, do they, they are home. their own home? No, so do they have opportunity they, to they own a tiny home? They have an opportunity. They can live there as long and forever as they want, but they do not. The, the compound owns all the property in this facility. They have probably about uh, 100 acres of land, and um, I mean they've grown some of everything out there. They have a barber shop. They have a beauty mm-hmm. salon. They have the car yep. where that you can. If they have cars, you can work on cars there, and they train mm-hmm. them to do all of the work. Okay, it is okay, a, okay, you can okay, just okay. Google it. Just Google the yeah. tiny homes in Austin, Texas. You will be amazed of what they mm-hmm. have put together. I mean, I, I I went down there to visit with them probably about mm, about four years ago, and because that's when we were talking about building tiny homes on our some of because I earmarked five acres of land to build for veterans, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I wanted to see just exactly how they had their setup, and they raised every single dime. To build, they have got no federal funding. It, it mm-hmm. was all raised and and built and put together. They use builders that donated uh, their time. Mm-hmm. They donated lumber and space. I mean, it's amazing what they put together. They even have a place where they can come in and have Saturday night events. And I say Saturday night. They even have if they don't want to prepare food in their little tiny mm-hmm. homes, they can come into. They have a cafeteria where they can come into that cafeteria. And and get buy their food out of there, get their food out of there. They're totally taken care of. They have an outdoor theater out there where they have entertainment for them. Like I said, just Google it and see what you see. Awesome. It's amazing. They probably have their health services in there. Everything, health. Yeah, they're saying everything. I'm That's looking right. at it right now. It says sustaining. It? Yes, sustaining, and they have a drone's view of it, so they have plenty of land. Uh, yes. And and even parking and I see the theater you're you're speaking of yeah so they they don't even yeah. have to move around or go anywhere. there. See that at some point in time I think about that's how you can eliminate food deserts. I tell people that's I don't right. believe in food I don't believe in food deserts. See that same yeah. mall. Imagine all the land in East Texas, and someone could come right. up with that same idea to grow food, to uh, quality, healthy food, and make it yes. self-sustaining. Yes. Absolutely. Address the same problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. see what they did? That's they fine. used to see what they did. They used the octopus plant in that. 
Right. Right. See, See that's they, the they, didn't go, the they didn't go to they, they didn't have problem. They solved all of their problems. Exactly. Right here. Right I love this. I love this quote. This quote by oh, Graham. He says, "Our only goal is to show people what's possible and to demonstrate to them the hopefulness that exists out here in this community." Said Graham, mm-hmm. one of the spokespersons that's working in, uh, in the community. So and so she's asking for help from all folks in in Texas, including the governor Greg Abbott, to bring the attention to the fact that it is possible with with meager funds. Imagine if we do this uh, in concert, uh, uh, in uh, cooperation, in concert with the government backing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Very good. Yeah. But it's a beautiful place. You you have to go. And see for yourself when uh, we were just in awe, just walking around through there and seeing everything. Like I said, it was just like being on a military installation where everything was there. You know, uh, Mr. Arthur military, Mr. Uh, Dr. Hagney military, that everything that you need uh, on the compound. Uh, and Pastor Cooper, I know you've been on some. That it's right there. Yes. You don't ever have to leave right. off of it. Unless just want to leave off of it, but whatever you need is right there. So that's the same thing with that community. Everything that mm-hmm. they need is right there, right there. So it's beautiful from the medical to every, I mean, just just your and life. Groceries, like you're saying, food, deserts and stuff, they're mm-hmm. providing their own groceries. They make sure families are taken care of. They're preparing 7,000 meals in the village uh, on-site kitchens delivered to neighbors, and, and they check on one another. I mean, this wow. is what's supposed to happen. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Yes. That's what I mean, that there's no reason why anybody should have been homeless in this country. We got we, we got so much money in this country. It's, it's unbelievable. But, guys, let's, let's talk a little bit, just to switch gears a little bit and talk about some of There's so many things going on uh, in this country that relates to our climate and and how things are changing. Uh, I think about what's happening uh, over overseas in Europe and Cologne, and I thought about, well, gosh, our staging area was like 45 minutes or so from uh, Cologne where they're having all of that flooding and all of that that's going on uh, over there. And then I think I was, I was looking at something uh, that went on in Harris County, I believe, uh, well, some, no, maybe it was Six Flags. Oh, I can't remember. I, I, I read so much stuff and so many articles. Uh, yeah. I can't, can't keep it straightened out, but I believe it was something about Six Flags. Something happened with uh, chemicals was. Uh, yeah, down the about. water park in Spring, down the water park in Spring, Texas. In Spring, yeah, okay. In Spring, I Texas. thought it was in Harris, Harris County. Uh, okay, yeah, so Spring, yeah. That, yeah, that's Harris County. It was at a water park. Is that what you're saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Some some went bad. You know these right. things. Ain't, look here. Look here. Look here. Those things still ain't regulated. That's that kind of stuff like that. Them parks and stuff. Very right. little regulation. Very little. Very little. It, so it was a chemical leak in uh, Six Flags Hurricane Harbor uh, two, two days ago. Chemical leak. I guess is what right. you guys are talking okay. about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, yeah. That's that's it. It. De- decontaminated following uh, uh, Splashtown closes over uh, 100. After 100 people were, uh, had issues with the water chemicals. Okay. Okay. Wow. Oh, goodness. You have to take a deep breath, don't you? For uh, yeah. I mean, it's just wow. so much going on, so much going on. 
from floods to fires to oh my goodness. But uh, but I, I wanted us to talk a little bit about the uh, space mission and that the young lady uh, uh, that that's going to be. She said that she got the phone call uh, from uh, from the space mission uh, asking her did she want to go on that trip into space, and she said that would be her way of uh, of giving back to St. Jude, who when she was at age ten. Uh, she had a bone cancer, and so she has a, a gadget inside of her leg now and how that she was never given a bill, and we, and, and we know that. We have actually one of the, uh, uh, one of the hospitals there in, in, in Dallas, in the Dallas area. I actually trained at, at that hospital and uh, working with the children that's got all these various uh, forms of diseases, in particular the cancers, and but that's her way of saying, uh, if you uh, if you donate and you help, that I want to give that money back to um, to St. Jude. So I understand that I see that I'm I'm for space mission, as you know, um, uh, 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 astronaut Jamerson, uh, my sorority sister was the first black female to go into space. And uh, but here's the here's the big uh, discussion. The big discussion is about uh, Jeff uh, Bezos, uh, who is, we talked about a few minutes ago, I think, and Mr. Arthur said he's worth a trillion dollars. And so so the people are saying, you know, uh, he's self-centered. Why doesn't he not take that money to help to eradicate uh, uh, some of the issues that we have going on uh, in, this, in this country, uh, in America in particular? So what are your thoughts on on that and this is this man's money he made his money he can do his money the way he wants to uh, but do we understand what what the people are saying in regards to uh, how that we should eradicate some of the things that's happening here and that since they don't pay their taxes the way that we have to pay taxes and I think that's the real issue that people are talking about is that they're not happy that he gets to uh uh Hog all of his money and not have to pay taxes out. Any comments on that? We start with we start with you, um, Mr. Arthur. If you want to make some comments, let's on understand. Well, first of all, let's understand that Bezos mentality, uh, all of cash, all the money. They they got this game they play. It's called whoever died with the most toys wins. It don't make no sense to me and you, but that's what they doing. They just playing with toys. So people to them is just toys. And so, you know, and, and that's why and that's why Biden, need, they need to take some of that money and put it back on people because that doesn't make any sense to let anybody rig, we're in a rigged monopoly game to come up with that kind of money. And, and the system is rigged. They know it's rigged, you know, and to let somebody and let a bunch of people like that, and then the first thing they do is what they're doing, come out and start doing all this crazy political stuff, Alec. Right, Coke brothers, you know, whatever, you know, doing all this so crazy stuff because that's what they believe, and they got money to push it. Money is speech now. That's how bad they got. They turned money into speech, but you can't put money in jail. See, good point. So then, not only just okay, we 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 mentioned him because he's getting ready to go uh, into uh, space, but what? But we can look at. 
Jeff, Bill Gates. We can look at Warren Buffett. We can look at uh, Mark uh, Zuckerberg. We can talk about all of those guys who are the richest men in the world, uh, and uh, and should they be should they be giving more? Well, first of all, should they be paying their taxes? Well, we know we know mm-hmm. the big to do with the, the guy just left out of office uh, in D.C. Uh, mm-hmm. We know that he, but all of it is legal, right? Is all of it legal? <laughs> Uh-huh. Legal, legal crookery. Legal crookery. Yeah. Legal crookery. I understand the points and everything, but how much uh, is he currently giving to some of those calls? You know, I, you know, I don't know. I, I agree with this side, but all, is he making any contribution to any of those causes? I don't. I don't know how much money is he giving. Uh, to other some of the calls, and sometimes we may not know how much money they're actually putting in other, in some of the areas we're talking about. I don't know. You know. That's an excellent question, and I don't know how many. I, I know they are philanthropists, and I know that they do give. My, actually, my brother, my eldest brother, is actually good friends with Warren Buffett. As a matter of fact, he, uh, Warren Buffett has a big boys, boys' home there in Omaha, Nebraska, where, where most of my family lives, and uh, and he actually wanted my brother uh, to become the principal at that at that school, but he said there were some things that uh, that he did not agree with, so therefore he decided that he was not going to do it. But he wanted him to become the principal after he retired from uh, public schools of being principal, and uh, and so as as a matter of fact, my brother. Uh, who is 82, just retired. He just finished his last day of school in May and said he wasn't going to work anymore. What? Wait a minute, you say he's 82? He might have gone, he might have gone back and finished it up. <laughs> you, you, you heard me, 82? Yeah. <laughs> 82? He played wow. two three times a week. And so he said, I'm not going back this time. He, I'm going to go ahead and retire for real. And I'm just going to real. Enjoy, yeah, tell, enjoy. Tell, tell, no, tell, 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 that was 20 years ago. Tell, that was about 15 years ago. No. <laughs> it's too late. Last day of work was in June. Last day of work was last month, June. <laughs> uh, and I'm telling you another quick story about him, and then we're going to continue on you know, it's NEA, the National Education Association, where my brother was the president of the Nebraska one. And so Nebraska, Omaha, had one of the leading public schools in the country. So they uh, employed him to go to Africa to teach of that, uh, some of those schools over there how to have better public schools. And so when mm-hmm. he went there, and that problem was about, Oh, my goodness, I'd say 25, 30, maybe, no, 30, 30 plus, about 30 years ago that he went wow. there. And when he came back, he said, I'm never going to throw away any more food. I'm never mm. going to be wasted forever. I mean, his, mm. his whole life and his whole aura changed once he went there. And then one of the, uh, one of the public, one of the schools, uh, teachers there named they had a baby later on and named their their child after my brother. Wow. But, uh, 
That's amazing. He saw That's amazing. It was, no, it was really amazing how his life, I mean, he was never just really a wasteful person, but when he yeah. saw how they lived over there and how much we throw away here in America and how much yeah. we waste food and, and all of that. Said. She said the same. It's, that's why she started school over there. So it makes a, it changes them. Hey Shirley, hey Shirley, see, yes, this, uh, that's what cultural. Look at that. It's kind of a cultural difference between that's right. uh, sharecropper and and black folks that own their own uh, thing. <laughs> because that lesson that he learned over in Africa, I learned that I learned that down in Alma. Yeah. <laughs> You're so funny, hilarious. <laughs> 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 okay, I got you. <laughs> so then, so you think that the philanthropists are falling a little short as to how much money uh, that they can, they should be donating to America, starting first by paying uh, their fair share of taxes and stop trying to evade. Uh, paying uh, paying taxes. I mean, well, and, and even if you don't force them to pay the taxes, which that seems to be a big issue, you have right. an Exxon Mobil one time was bragging about making fifty billion dollars worth of savings uh, off of the taxes that they didn't have to pay in the, throughout the areas of Texas. And, and right. I, I, I ran the lieutenant governor campaign on the same thing I run this campaign on. Is that well, then we have to bring them to the table until we flip the table and flip the script. But until then, I guarantee you, no one's asking. Hey, listen. We want 10% of that savings. So that's $5 billion. You know how I many new high schools we can build across the state of Texas for $5 billion? Oh and oh and last time I checked, yeah, and, and because what happens is that they pass bonds, like we pass bonds for $588 million. I love numbers. I throw them around. $588 million, and we built all our new elementary schools out here. But then in the mm-hmm. African-American and urban neighborhoods, those schools still had asbestos in it. They still had black mold in it from Katrina and Rita mm-hmm. and Ike and all these other hurricanes that come through there. And so and we're supposed to teach our kids to learn. We have a school here in Beaumont, and it's the same thing in Dallas. So it's not just uh, uh, to our areas. In all areas, if you go out and look, you'll find them. Well, the restrooms are so small, it's uh, set up for a school that's 300 students, not a school with 1,500 students. Right. And, and, and so we throw these kids in these schools and rename the schools, and then we just leave them behind. So there's money that's available, even like Bucky's, as, as well as Bucky's doing. Uh, they're saving money in tax. That's why they donate. You go back and follow the money. These corporations spend lots of money with Republican governors and presidents. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's exactly correct. Right. Well, well, yeah, well, well, also, Mike, and Mike also, but Mike also, school districts have relationships with corporate America. When we be back 1882 here in Dallas, okay, okay, actually we went through the whole process. They had actually, as far as they were concerned, they, you know, they had won, and they was and they wanted to go forward with it, but but the power people that saw the fight, they didn't want to fool with it. They told them, nah, you know, don't do it. Because they saw us fighting, because actually right. I thought we had lost, really. But right. uh, but since we <laughs> since we put up such a spirited fight, uh, they, they said, "Well, now we want to fight with them." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm saying that they can't go much in North North Forest and Houston, Texas. Yeah, and then use the SB 1882 bill to take over most of our schools in our areas, and we're sitting here asleep at the wheel. So that's the reason why I say I'm going to fight. I love uh, uh, Miss Thompson, uh, Thomas, Sophania. Uh, Thomas, representative out of Houston, Texas. She said, we, we, every 25 years, we have to fight for our voting rights. She said, it's 1965 all over again. 
and she was in tears. She said, I'm tired of fighting for, for what's rightfully mine. And so we have to continue this fight. And even if we are asleep, some of us sleep and not seeing this, that our kids are having watered-down educated systems. I guarantee you, uh, your brother, uh, sis, did not go over there in Africa and teach them how to uh, do standardized testing. He probably went over there and taught them how nope. to teach. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Yes, absolutely correct. You're right about it. <laughs> You're right and about I know, it. I don't know him. I never met him, but I guarantee you. Yeah. you know, and, and, you know, half of that's our fault because in 1972-76, back when I'm 12, 13 years of age, me and uh, uh, your okay. star, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, was being bussed across sure. town to what was supposed to be the better schools where we had the white principals and, and, the, and the white teachers and the white students and everything. And you bust me away from the best English teacher there ever was, Miss Graham. You got me away from Miss Darcy Booker. And you got me away from yeah. Coach Ammons. And, and you know, and, and so I, was, I had a diluted education because of the fact that the other folks were scared of me, scared to touch my hair, scared to touch me, scared to uh, uh, paddle me because you didn't know what was going to come up against you. There were so many things. We almost lost a generation. Then people wonder why they say Generation Xers are doing nothing. Right. It's because we are frozen and not sure what to do. Do we send our kids to private schools? Do we send our kids to public schools? Do we send our kids to UT or do we send our kids to uh, 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 Prairie View A&M? Uh, no, Prairie View, uh, yeah, Prairie View, uh, uh, in Prairie View, mm-hmm. Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we, we're confused. Uh, we're yeah, discombobulated sure. because we're, we're torn between My. each word. Are we free or are we free or not? So these are the things that we have to go back and say it, it's okay for our black brothers and sisters to teach our children. It's okay to, uh, for them to go to Wheatley. You know, everybody talks about Wheatley, but everybody's moving out to Humble. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mike, we need to do a, uh, we need to do one of those uh, historical symposium things where we can talk about that, that whole transition thing. Because, see, like, uh, in my junior and senior year, we, we integrated went to the white school. So I had that, right. you know, kind of experience, mm-hmm. too. Now, you, you, know, you were further down. And the reason you're confused because right. you're trying to figure out, you know, you're you trying to figure out, hey, you know, wait a minute, what happened? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, yeah, you tell me, hey, it's okay to go to school with the white folks, but then yeah, and you so say, I need not, to HBCU schools are falling off. Yeah, and history books never explained it to anybody. So, you know, that's why, you know, and that's why it's important now for us to, you know, get this voting rights thing out the way and continue to educate our people about ourselves, because this is, like I say, we're going to give birth to a new America, and so uh, we need to understand that kind of stuff, what you're talking about. That's why you feel like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's by design. Yeah. All I want to say to you, it's by design. No, it's all I want to say. It's by yeah. design. Oh, by I design. think that's, yeah, that's so true. That's what, that's what um, Jones was talking about. You know, we have two or three generations of uh, individuals who really grew up through that and don't know what to do. And that's mm-hmm. exactly saying now what the problem is we still listen to that group to lead us and they don't have the answers. See the answer yeah, yeah. is we said earlier, see the future of Texas is East Texas. And all those right. people who moved through those years and went through this uh was taught hit taught incomplete history. They don't know history. So that's one okay. one another discussion. We need to write and see there's a difference between Texas black history and American history. We get yeah. the two mixed right. up. So I'm suggesting with HBCU, we a new history book should be written how the HBCUs talking about the black Texas history. 
And so now we have opportunity back to East Texas to redo all this and make this correct because we are two or three generational people who grew up in that in that environment and they don't know the answers. That's why we they don't even know anything about the octopus plan and all that. So we need to start this all over again. We have the opportunity. We're going to start it in East Texas. You can't start it in Houston or big pop, populated areas. You have to come right. to the rural areas and start at the at the ground roots level, electing local mm-hmm. individuals and make that change from the from the ground up. It only can happen in East Texas. Very good. Right. And, and we need some of these black historians to to write these yeah. articles, uh, to write these yes, books. Right. I'm sorry, articles yes, to right. write the book that that Dr. Uh, Hagney is talking about. Absolutely. Well, they can start off as articles, and then we can combine. Very good point. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we can bring them together. Yeah. Good point. Compilation. Yeah. Yeah, and the other thing is, too, uh, Dr. Hagney, uh, you you talk about the octopus plan. I'll never forget going to the uh, Crystal Beach or Galveston or uh, Holly Beach in in, in Louisiana off Highway 27. Some of y'all don't know about that. But those those (laughs) beaches had these little things called jellyfish. And Mm -hmm. a jellyfish did not ask permission to sting you. That's right. It was in the water, and it, and it reached <laughs> out it. to you, and it stung you. Right. So I think a, 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 the octopus plan is more polite plan. We need to get, uh, take the uh, initiative from the jellyfish and move mm-hmm. ourselves through East Texas and, and sting them and ignite them with this knowledge and, 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 and wake them up. Uh, and we can't use Somebody keeps saying that octopus is doing too much filling around. Well, no, it's it, 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 yeah, just waving out there. I, I'm saying we got to yeah. think, folks. Give, yeah. them, give them that knowledge yeah. and wake them up. You know, that's you right. know sometimes yeah. you, 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 you don't wake yeah. up until you've been stung. Well, see, that's right. See, Austin, Washington, D.C. and Austin has not learned the octopus plan yet. They're still right. doing items one at a time. And I tell you, right. you, you pack anything one at a time. That's why we're behind the um, ball now. You know, we don't even we talk about one thing. We don't even talk about health care. You know, we don't. We you know we 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 you know, and so we have to talk about the whole plan. We talk about education. We wind up in education system. They box us in. Now they're telling us what to teach in the school system because we relied upon them. So so Dr. we you know have. It's amazing. We talked about this before, and Dr. McKellar said that she said women. That's why women are great educators. Because she said they can drive, put on their makeup, and talk on the phone and exactly. help a kid at the same time. So exactly. that's what I had to do in the automotive industry. And it's also what, if you look at a KVUE out of uh, uh, Austin, I did an interview about two years ago. And the lady, I mean, she looked like me, had the same skin tone and same hair. And I thought I had a friendly to that. Boy, I said, this is going to be an awesome interview I have in Austin. But, man, it might as well have been somebody else because she started attacking me about the issues about education and, and why was I so aggressive with education. And, and well, if I'm so focused on education, how can I deal with the other things? And uh, like we're dealing with ERCOT right now. And I told her, I said, baby, hold on a second. And I, I had to straighten up in the, in the chair. You'll see it if you watch the video. And straighten up my head and look at her sideways. I said, baby, listen, I can uh, uh, walk, talk, and chew bubble gum at the same time. <laughs> While we're focusing on education, we can deal with criminal justice reform. We can deal right. with the economics in our communities. We right. can deal with the food deserts, just like I'm dealing exactly. with. My day is uh, uh, compartmentalized, just like Dr. Shirley McKellar. She's on several different Zooms with me all throughout the week. But, yes, she's still mm-hmm. the city council representative. She's still the wife. She's still the grandmother. Right. She's still the, right. the provider. Now she's cleaned up her own house, I just found out tonight. 
So these are the yep. things that we must do all the we time consistently. Right. That's true. Good point, uh, Pastor Cooper, I must say. You said that well. <laughs> but yeah, we, we have to we have to learn to multitask, do we not? Yes. Because if we don't we get really left behind on that education piece. And I really I, education is the key. That was one of my my uh my uh, platforms when I was running for Congress. If we if we're educated on all of these issues that we're talking about tonight, the octopus plan and all of these various legs of what's going on in our world, and that's why we need everybody working, right, guys? Because this group can work on this part of that octopus. This group right. work on that that octopus and go on down the line, covering all those legs, right? Yeah, and those legs include watch those. Not just a four-year. Go ahead. Sure, sure. I I I can't say sure. Only on marvelous Monday can we get a political conversation about an octopus and a jellyfish. I mean, hey, I like I like I like I like that idea. I like that idea. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> we, we, what I'm basically saying is that we can't wait for invitation or permission. We have to that's go right. in with an agenda. We have to go yeah. in, and, and, and that's what I think Dr. Hagney is saying here. The more I got, I, I get to know his mind, the more I like him. Uh, uh, because if we start out, it becomes infectious. Everybody's going to want to know what we're doing when we move from East Texas to Upper East Texas to Lower Southeast Texas, where I am, and then we take over Central Texas and then go up the way to North. Texas and then South Texas and and then watch this. Hispanics are going to want to know what's the plan. The plan is to educate our people. And watch this. When you talk about education, they think about just college or universities. No, I'm talking about mm-hmm. CICE programs like at Lamar University, where you got this young man mm-hmm. Mike Hargis that's out of Austin, Texas. You put these kids in a program that's 18 years of age for six months, and and you give them a two belt and a hammer and, and, and a wrench and some pliers. And they come out making fifteen and twenty dollars an hour in six months. Mm-hmm. Already in wow. six months, and, and and people are donating them their tool belt. And it's a literal tool belt that's about two hundred forty dollars with all the tools you need to start making a living. Now, when people talk about minimum wage, that's why I don't much talk about the minimum wage. I want to maximize your wage is what I'm trying right. to do. And I want to do it when you are in the ninth grade. So I want to take those same uh, concepts and precepts and, and teach them earlier. And then we want to go back and then these uh, two-year trade schools. We want to, like uh, LIT here in Beaumont, Texas, uh, uh, and, and there are others. There's a big one. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, HCCC, uh, Houston Community College. They're graduating mm-hmm. tens of thousands of people that's going out into the workplace and, and their home providers and uh, nurse LVNs and and mm-hmm. they're working immediately yeah. because a lot of kids are not designed for four-year degree. They they fly right. out, pass out, give out before four years are. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's it's why so we true. have to offer everything, right? We cannot we cannot yeah. limit ourselves. Well, that that's Absolutely. actually a great that's a great segue, uh, Pastor Cooper, into HBCUs, uh, which is on, on our agenda for us to to talk about tonight. And, and let me just say before we get into talking about uh, HBCUs that, uh, that I want to give some kudos to my sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Now, we talked about, we talked about, um, we talked about one person raising the money. Of course, I know that 
that even though we say one person that uh, um, Claude Claude Cummings headed up that project, yes. obviously you know, CWA putting that money in there. So, so let me just mention Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority uh, Incorporated. We raised. This is the third year. Yeah, the fourth year. This is the fourth that we have raised one million dollars in one day for historical black colleges and universities in this country. So we give fifty thousand dollars to each HBCU. Wow. And let me give kudos to Dr. Glenda Glover, who is our national president. Yes, that, uh, that that's one of her initiatives as the president of our amazing uh, sorority. Uh, and so that's what happened. And so I want to thank uh, her for that. Texas College got 50 this year. Uh, Jarvis Christian College got 50 last year. Southwestern Christian College there in Terrell, Texas, got 50,000 this year. And so we're just throwing that money out there to our HBCUs because we have to make sure and take care of our colleges and universities uh, so that they will continue to sustain themselves uh, in this country, in this nation. So they're finally, HBCUs are getting recognition. I think that's what that article was about uh, today. Uh, that I sent out that uh, that our HBCUs are getting the recognition that they so richly deserve. And we can just say that without a doubt that we know that our vice president had a lot to do with that, would you say? Because we can we all remember the, the, uh, the uh, let's see, what was that? The photo op that, uh, that the uh, guy that just left out of office when he had the presidents of HBCUs in his office and, and and that lady uh, Kellyanne Conway was sitting in the on the couch, took her shoes off, mm-hmm. and she was sitting there. Does everybody remember uh-huh. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kelly I remember that. Uh, yes, respect. Her, her legs claw, uh, was uh, sitting underneath her feet uh, on the couch yes, <laughs> in yes. the in the Oval Office. Such disrespect. Yes. <clears throat> Go ahead. Mm. Yes, we all remember that, right? I'm trying to forget. I'm trying to forget. Oh, well, that's right. <clears throat> I get it. I like to say something. Uh, you, ahead, know, uh, you know, it, it is not by accident where all the HBCUs are located. If you stop and look at uh, these United States and see where they're located. And also, okay. when you look and see how many of our I would say a professional people where their training came from is HBCUs. Now, what we need to do in this new thinking that we know we have three or four here in East Texas, New East Texas, what we need to do is work with the HBCUs to become a resource center in the community where they are. Uh, Because that's where we we move away from them because they're teaching of teachers and all that. But we need information centers in our area. For example, we're talking about here at Texas College and, and Jarvis and Wallace to have a, month, a quarterly luncheon to work with them on partnering with us. For example, we need we need black data. We need to keep black health. We need a place to have black healthcare resource information studies, and that's going to be the discussion with uh, these three universities to come along and partner with us and be a center. Uh, be a center for a collection of data. We need to do our own um, 
we need to do our own surveys. We need to do our own writing, but they can be the hub of information for us, and that's our plan, partnering with the HBCUs here with our task force, is maintain that record for our resources. For example, when we talk about cross-stated PSA tests, all those, we need to go to a place where that data can be tracked. And Prairie View, all the HBCUs, whether it be in Atlanta, Georgia, wherever, uh, Mississippi, Alabama, uh, all those schools, all corn and all those could, should be resources for the community, but also they should be a resource where if an individual want a resume or in a, how to start a business, uh, they should be able to go to the HPCU, get a business plan, get a, you know, all, along with that student, what are their major? So they have a business college in there. The business college should be focusing on training new black entrepreneurship. So a person in East Texas anywhere could go to the HPCU and get the information, get the partnership they need, because we also, you know, graduate school, those students, that, that's free labor. So hey, to tell students that. The research that could be done in those colleges and maintain all the data we need in East Texas for growing new East Texas should be housed and can be housed in Wiley, Jarvis, and Texas College. Right. And the surveys we've done right. and it's done and the training we need to be done, they need to become, and that's true across the country, all HBCUs become, should become the resource center for our community. For example, they're in Houston. Anyone want to start a business in Houston should go to Texas Southern. Texas Southern can help them start a business, create a business, and everything they need to do out of Texas Southern. Prairie View the same way, agriculture. You go across the ham, fam, you. They all must become the resource. And then another thing we need to do is big funding agents. For what happened when Jones went to Howard, she took what, her, 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 she took her dollars with her. See, mm-hmm. big groups give money not to the school. They give it to the individual. As a classic right. example, when she went to Howard, the money wasn't going to North, North Carolina. She mm-hmm. left off it. All that, something like 20 million, whatever amount of money was for her. And that's what we need to teach the corporation, large and small. You give them to HBC, you give it to the faculty person at that college, then that's how you would grow that. That's how you grow that college. Sports and everything will follow suit behind that example. Very good. Very good. You, you, now, you were mentioning um, the professor that they wouldn't give tenure to. That mm-hmm. left uh, mm-hmm. North Chapel Carolina. Hill, North Carolina, mm-hmm. Chapel. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, Cornell West. Well, not Cornell, the female. Oh, not Cornell West. The other one. The, the female left. left it was all about the female, right? Hannah, Hannah Jones, Nicole Hannah Jones. Hannah Jones. Nicole yeah, Hannah Jones. She went to Brown. Right. Did she go to Brown she, after that? No, she went to Howard. She went to Howard. 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 Okay, she went to Howard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, what mm-hmm. was going on with Cornell West? I, I also heard that he, well, he either quit or. He left. He left. Well, you know, and let, let me just mention this. I, I, I love him for this. This is my minister, uh, Dr. Edward Robinson, who was the professor at Abilene Christian University in Abilene, uh, Abilene Texas, right? And so he says, I, he says, I got my start at Southwestern Christian College. They took me under their wings, Dr. Uh, Dr. Jack Evans, who has passed away now, and his wife, Dr. Patricia, uh, Patricia Evans. And so he said, they're the ones who groomed me and took me out of Jacksonville, Texas. That's where he came from, Jacksonville, Texas. And I went. he went up to Terrell, Texas, to Southwestern Christian College. He said, they groomed me and made me. He said, I spent, then he left there and went to Abilene Christian University. And then he went on, uh, and then I think he got his master's there in Abilene, and then went on to get his doctorate. Uh, at another university, but 
then he continued to teach, or he may have gotten all his degrees. I know he's going to a, a, another school, but he spent a lot of time at Abilene Christian University. And so then he ended up teaching there, and he taught there for several years. And he said, you know something? I'm taking my I'm taking myself back to an HBCU that gave me my start, that helped me to get where I am. They're the reason why I have a doctorate degree in history. And so he came Mm -hmm. back to Southwestern Christian College and started teaching there, and he was teaching at Southwestern and as well as Texas College. He was going between those two schools 60 miles apart from each other. And then when they work those professors in those schools. They they really have to work. And then and then now that when he was hired at our church here in Tyler, now he exclusively works full time and he said, I'm taking my knowledge back to the my people, the students at HBCU. So and that's what uh, to, Dr. West was saying. Uh, yeah, that, that's exactly uh, one of the why he, he said it's Harvard. Yeah. He didn't have to work as hard. He said uh, literally yeah. that's the only reason. He loved it. Matter of right. fact, I just looked at a little history because we don't have Miss Rihanna here tonight, but I, I just jumped in here and did her job for a second. said, Dr. Wesson, who's an alumni of Harvard, began his teaching career at Harvard. He resigned in 2002 right. but came back for the same reason to the school after 14 years. Then from 2016 to date, he has threatened to resign twice before finally resigning this year. That was five days ago. <laughs> Right, that's right. I mean, so sure everybody, everybody's Good. jealous of someone's rank and tenure and, and, and level in which they're, they're operating, but they don't know their fight. You know, they say, you don't know my story. You yeah. don't know my story. <laughs> yeah. His story, right? His, His story. story, history, yes. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So he kind of well, sound like your brother, don't he? He kind of sound like your brother. <laughs> that's her other brother. That's my other brother. There you go, my other brother. I know we're getting close to the end, but we, we want to make sure that we want to talk a little bit about, we want to end up with uh, what's going on over in Washington, D.C., with our, and see what Manson is going to do uh, in regards to our Texas Dems uh uh, out there, and I'm, I'm looking now at uh, Representative T- uh, Tony Rose is, is speaking, and we know that they've been raising a ruckus out there, and, and Representative uh, my sorority sister, Sephonia Thompson, and so uh, so they're not up there wasting time. They're up there trying to make things happen, and so that's why it's so important for us to try to jump in there and do what we can as much as we can, because if we make sure that that our voting rights stay in place because that's that's the that's our real voice in this country is our voice our vote and so if we don't if we don't make sure that our vote is heard and we can cast our votes and we can cast them without anybody trying to stop us from casting them then we can solve a lot of more of these other issues that we have uh, going on in this country right now so mm-hmm. the Texas voters matter. They matter. That that's mm-hmm. the slogan. We talked about the black votes matter and the black lives matter, uh, but now mm-hmm. uh, the latest is that Texas voters matter, and we do matter. And so mm-hmm. we have to work to show uh, uh, those people in Austin who is fighting against us that our vote does matter, and we're mm-hmm. not going to sit still and allow them uh, to take that vote away from them. Comments. Anybody? Mm-hmm. Dr. Hackett, mm-hmm. go with you? Well, when Manson wasn't... Okay, so we can anybody know how much money? 
was raised there in Houston for him in River Oaks? For which person, Dr. Hagney? I'm sorry. Uh, Senator, How- Senator uh, Manson from Virginia. Manson? He, yeah, he was at a fundraiser in Houston, if I'm not mistaken, this past oh, really? weekend in River Oaks. And so I was wondering <laughs> how much money was raised for him at that fundraiser in River Oaks in Houston this past weekend. I didn't realize that he was down there. So, Dad, Pat Cooper, do you know? The question wasn't, Eddie Care, Raffi met with the Democrats. Raffi met with the Democrats up there in Washington. The next day, he headed to Texas to a fundraiser. Now, now, no matter how much money he got, that ain't the point. The point is, you know, okay. that he's just, he just straight up political. He's just one of the, you know, I told you, all the races didn't lead the Democratic Party when, you know, when they went to the Republican Party. All of them didn't lead. Folks like Manchin and they stayed. Okay. <laughs> okay, <Okey-dokey. laughs> Pastor Cooper, you have you have comments on that? Uh, anything in regards to what we just said? So I I don't know. That's I I missed that, uh, Doctor Hagney. I I didn't realize that uh, that he made it down here to take to take our money from out of Texas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. The next yeah. day. The next day. The next. Well, here's what I here's what I tell people. Look, let me tell you what. Until they put some work down here, why would you send our money into another state? Keep our money in our state, and let's elect our own people and take care of one another down here in Texas. They got plenty of money in D.C. I'm not saying don't ever donate. I'm not saying that because I do, but I'm saying. For the most part, we need to keep our money in our own communities and take care of man our own. Say, that's all what politics, doing. All man politics, said, y'all got what? plenty of money. That's why you're down here. Man, yeah, man said, y'all got plenty of money. That's why, that's why I'm down here. He knows plenty of money down here in Texas. He knows that. <laughs> they all know that. That's yeah. why they come and get yeah. out, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's plenty of money down here. Yeah, yeah. well, we're going to send them over there. Well, I passed Cooper. What I was going to tell him is we're going to send him to Arch uh, Beaver Applin the third. You know who that is, right? Well, who now? And Arch. Dunn Wasik. Arch A R C H, and then his uh, his nickname is Beaver Applin A P L I N the third, and Dunn Wasik. That's who owns Bucky's, and they live out there oh, in Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know. Oh, oh he got some. I, I, oh, oh, there was Bucky them gave him that money. There was Bucky them. No, no, no. I'm just saying that, that tell him to go to. No, I'm just letting you know who owns Bucky's because I didn't know who. Yeah. I had to. I had to go look up who owned Bucky's because I wanted to. We were talking about that a little earlier. They donate on. Republican. They they donate uh, to uh, yeah, of course. Dan Patrick. Oh yeah, they yeah. donate yeah. Republican. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, that's, that's my yeah. last Bucky business. <laughs> yeah. I, I gave them up for a year and a half, but man, those bathrooms sure are clean. Oh my goodness, boy, you so funny. You know that. <laughs> if you don't stop for anything else, you're gonna stop for those clean bathrooms. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, they don't. Have... To them. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, you so funny. Yeah, you yeah, made yeah, another. <laughs> Make sure the mic sound like me, a boy in Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, I I, I, hey, listen, I'm on that road a lot. Two, 254 <laughs> counties, man. Let me tell you, exactly. that's a long trip between San Antonio. 
You better believe it. That's a long that. trip between San Antonio you and El Paso. Yeah, stop, yeah Doug, I, I, I boycotted them for a little while. I even called them and told them. They didn't care. I called they them. They didn't call them. <laughs> because there's yeah, plenty yeah. more that did not, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, 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 I have to stop at some of those. Yeah, those restrooms are dirty. I, 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 I there you go. And see, I stop. I don't even need anything, and I stop. I stop just yeah. because I, I like to stop. <laughs> see? I like to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 oh, I stop and get some popcorn or something. <laughs> we, we, we all turned Catholic out here. We had the confessional. Since we all confessing now. You know, we all confess. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right, right, confess. Hey, right, confessing this sins tonight, boy. <laughs> hey, everybody hey, say, Mike, this is Mike. I'd be strong if I had. I'd be strong if I had a leader. If I had a leader to lead me, I'd be strong on that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> man, I, I, I'm telling you, man, I bought cotton for one year solid, man. 254 counties, and I say, man, is there buckets around here somewhere? <laughs> man, but. He, he needs to give us a tip tonight because we gave him plugs, but that's okay. Listen, uh, Manson mm-hmm. stopped in River Oaks, and uh, they were asking that each donor in Houston, Texas, to donate $5,800 to Manson's re- re-election campaign and $5,000 to his leadership pack. That's the organizers anticipated more than 150 people in attendance. Wow. Yep. Yep. Oh, my goodness. I just got to notice. That Miss Ruby Gossett, that was one of the my freedom uh, fighters that we honored uh, a few. Let's see, when did we honor? About three years ago, she was 105, and uh, she passed mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. She lived a long time. Wow! Wow! Uh, so, um, so, no, she was uh, Miss Ruby Gossett. Uh, 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 Dr. Hagney, she's uh, uh, lived there in uh, the St. Louis community, kind of, sort of, right. above college or somewhere. Right. Over there by uh, um, the Palmer Center. Yeah. Well, you know, I have uh, someone uh, we started doing oral histories in those individuals called That's Where I History. Imagine the stories she knew in her experiences. I hope someone, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, well she lived a, a long, beautiful life. Long, beautiful life. 105 years. Celebration. 105 years. That's a celebration yeah. right there. You That's better right. believe that. When she mm-hmm. turned 100, wow. she got her. Uh, all well, we we had all the TV media and everybody uh, down here, but uh, yeah, I just got that notice. So, mm. oh well, oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, like you said, that's a celebration. Absolutely. Yes, it is. Celebration. Yep. Yeah. One of our pioneers. She was a, a oh, yeah. long-time educator uh, here, oh, yeah. and uh, she she told a beautiful story. Uh, we were able to interview her and and have her voice on radio. She didn't they didn't get her out too much. She still went to church. She, as a matter of fact, she attended uh, attended uh, Pastor Ralph Caraway's church. Uh, oh, yeah, correct. Okay. Mm. So uh, that's beautiful. Beautiful. We must. 
We must work while it is day. Oh, my big time when nighttime, no man can work. You better believe no man, you're no right about it. Well, I, I would, unless you we, unless you work for my daddy and you had to put the floodlights on your uh, front lawn and cut the grass. Senior on work. Yeah. So nighttime didn't mean a thing when you had some lights, huh? Some fog lights. Didn't mean a thing to my daddy. He said it better be done before the sun comes up in the morning. <laughs> he wasn't playing either. He wasn't. Yeah, but look, he he molded you. Look what he molded you to be, though. Made a fine gentleman Crazy. out of you. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Fighting all these Republicans out here crazy. Fighting everybody. <laughs> Dr. Hagney's talking about octopuses. We, we got uh, <laughs> jellyfish stinging folks. We just come crazy out here. Oh, yeah. Fighting on every side. <laughs> Fighting on every Daddy. side. Miss <laughs> Rihanna says she's sorry. She's just getting home. But she's oh. been listening and and listening in and out, and she's enjoyed the evening. But uh, but I, I, I think it's, we've had a beautiful show. We always do have so much fun uh, on Marvelous Monday. That's what makes it so marvelous is you guys come in with all kinds of information to educate. I, I wanted to share this with you. I didn't get a chance to while we were talking about uh, integration and what happened and, and uh, what happened when uh, Pastor Cooper had to go across town and what happened when um, uh, Mr. Arthur had to go across town. Uh, well, I never went cross town, but let me just share with you that um, that we had one to come to us, and he stayed there, a uh, young Caucasian gentleman. I think he was in like the 11th grade uh, uh, when integration came about, and he stayed there uh, exactly one day with us, and uh, the heat was, it was hot in the kitchen, and he didn't come back. He didn't come back. So uh, he tried. He tried to integrate in the high school, but it didn't wow. work. Well, you know, they just shut us down. You know, they didn't. Have, you know, they they did a two-year pilot. Uh, got 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 a freshman, sophomore, a few few of them took them over there. Since and then one of them get in trouble. I'll tell you about okay. it offline. Anyway, one of them get in trouble. What was that? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I wonder who that was. <laughs> oh, it wasn't me. Hey, here. Hey, here. Now, they didn't send, now, now, they didn't send me over there. Now, they didn't send me over there because they said I asked too many well, questions. They, they knew not to send you over there. Yeah. Yeah, they asked too many questions. <laughs> I might get somebody hurt. Yeah. So, uh, well, all three, no. of, all three of my behind me, they all went to John Tyler High School. That I had the privilege of, of being able to continue on where I was. Oh, yeah, and well. Well, well, you know the the, the the thing I missed the the thing I missed was that you know we didn't get to have a class president, you know class officers right. most. Yeah, you know, we didn't get to have none of that. Right, mm. exactly. And, uh, I've always missed that part. Always missed that part. Well, 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 let me tell you what the uh, the the black kids did at John Tyler. They had their own. They formulated their own groups and they had their own mm-hmm. reunions and they still have their own reunions to this day, and wow. they just are. As their own uh, organization, because they knew that they were not going to have the opportunity to be able to win any seats that they ran for any of that. So, well, you know, we, uh, we stopped them from having, and we did stop them from having Slave Day when I was there. So they were still having wow. Slave Day. Wow. Wow. Where that they yeah, were doing that. Huh? No, you're talking about church. You, 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 you're talking they, they stopped having church. 
now slave day. You know, slave. No, no, no. You confused. Slave auction where you know you have to. As a matter of fact, look at matter of fact, my 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 uncle brother he he reminded me that I because I I went and paid a dollar so he wouldn't have to go up there. Wow. Yes, I bought him before he got on the block. So but, you, uh, you know slave. we complained about it. We complained about it, you know, and so they and so they canceled it. So they didn't do it my senior year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we're still doing the slave auction. Still were right back to this back then. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know it. Yeah, I didn't know it. But yeah. I guess that is right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I did not know. I did not know. Yeah. That's interesting. Wow. Well, let me tell you guys. We got to get out of here. It's ten o'clock, so we're gonna bring Miss Rihanna on, so she can play our theme song for the evening. It's been so much fun. We learned so much tonight. But let's stay vigilant, and anybody that's listening out there that can join us and head down to um, uh, to uh, what 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 city are we going to, Pastor Cooper? Uh, uh, Georgetown, Georgetown. We're going Georgetown to, Georgetown. to Austin. Georgetown. Georgetown. Okay, to Austin. The 27th through uh, the 31st of July is going to be a, a walk. Uh, it's a 50-mile walk, and so we can take turns walking, but they're going to walk all the way in. You're going to have some cars out there as well, some people on the sidelines. Cars side on the last make... day. There you go. Cars, cars on the last day. Come cars. on out. Yes. Okay, so that's when I'm going, when the cars are. That's when okay. I'm going. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you again right back here Night. next Monday, on Marvelous Monday. Night. Thank you. Anna, we turn Thank everything you. over to you. Bye for Thank now. you. Right. Good night. Thank you. One day. When the glory comes, it will be out, it will be out, oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be the heavens, no man, no weapon, formed against, yes, glory is destined, everyday women and men become legends, sins that go against our skin become blessings, the movement is a rhythm to us, freedom is like religion to us, justice is juxtaposition in us, justice for all just ain't specific enough, one son died, the spirit is revisiting us, true and living, living in us, resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots, we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be When the war is won, we will be
every man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now. Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles. From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero. Facing the league of justice, his power was the people. Enemy is lethal, a king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a ball ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win a war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day, when the glory comes It will be ours Night. Night. 